Welcome back to Run Local Pod. Uh, today's edition, a very special guest that's joining us. The event um, director for the weekend is David Monaco. And David Monaco is here to chat all things Santa Barbara Half Marathon and beyond. So Dave, welcome. Welcome to the pod. Great to have you here. Josh, it's so good to be talking with you. And when I was thinking about jumping on the podcast with you, I realized like, you're literally part of my origin story of Santa Barbara because when we were competing against each other in the Big West in 1999 Whoa, uh, is when we first uh, first got to know each other. Um, yeah. And so here we are, what, 25 years later, right back to it. Right back to it. it. It all comes full circle. And if you're just joining us for the first time and this is your first pod that you've listened to, um, this is a series of experiences that we're providing to folks who are local or who are coming in from out of town to learn a little bit more about the, the race, but more importantly, learn about Santa Barbara, the community, and all of the things that are beyond the 13.1 on the, on the road. Um, so again, welcome to the Santa Barbara Half Marathon presented by Hoka and SB Independent 5K. This event if you're unfamiliar with it, travels two beloved roads on the American Riviera. It's very sexy, Dave. Uh, giving runners and spectators a chance to soak up the sun, the fun, the art, the culture, everything that's best about the West Coast. And Dave, I know you've been a huge part of the growth and the excitement behind the uh, the weekend event. And it's more than just the race. And that's what we're going to focus on in our chat today. Um, so tell us a little bit just about the, the last couple of years and how it's gone for you and the team and the city uh, moving to, I think we're getting close to selling out for, uh, for this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's been awesome. You know, we, <laughs> Like a lot of a lot of event organizers, you know, we actually got the permit for this event and we started working with the city uh, right before COVID. So our our first year in 2020 was a virtual event. Um, we still got a couple thousand people to do that, and we we got our logo out on T-shirts and sent that to everybody. But then in 2021, uh, we got the green light with a couple months to spare, um, and uh, we had, gosh, I don't know, 17, 1800 people at the starting line. And then last year it was 3,600 and this year we're going to be approaching 6,000, which is just totally wild. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, where we started with the city and also our uh, official charity beneficiary, the Santa Barbara Running Association was let's put Santa Barbara on the running map as like a national class half marathon. Uh, but with that, uh, you know, Run Local, uh, which is the company that puts on this event, and uh, we also do the Oakland Marathon and the San Jose Half Marathon. Um, you know, it's much more than just race day, but for us, it is like a year-long journey with our participants, the community, and this is the first year where it feels like we're beginning to realize that. We we still have a ways to go to get to like the final vision of the Santa Barbara Half, but where we're at this year and just year three and coming out of COVID and all that is just awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty exciting to see. Uh, and, and mostly because you and I both know that the the beauty and and uh, the kind of culture and the food and the and the beverage scene in Santa Barbara is something that's so spectacular that you you definitely want to share that. Um, what we've been doing with all of our guests, and I'd like to do with you as well, is to talk a little bit about um, again, like we talked about beyond beyond the road. 
uh, because it is a huge weekend that folks get to experience whether they're in town for the first time or they live locally. And what we've done is we've set up four big categories. There's the comida, the culture, the capers, and the crew. And I know you've touched on all of these things, but I want to start where most runners like to start, which is the food, the comida. Mm. And I know the last time I visited uh, Santa Barbara, you gave me some recommendations as well. Um, for, so folks are visiting for the first time, they may get done with the race and they say, okay, well, what's next? Usually it's a post-race brunch. So, so tell me where's your go-to uh, area or location to celebrate after a great race yeah boy you know santa barbara the the food culture and and wine and beer scene is just it's it's insane and you know we don't have a i think maybe there's one or two like michelin star restaurants but not everybody can afford a 700 or even want to spend that much money on a eight course meal you know it's but there's we have everything from your street tacos to your delicious brunches. And I would start for Santa Barbara after a race. There's probably no better uh, location than the Lark, uh, mm -hmm. which is literally right next to our finish line festival. Okay. Um, they all, they will be actually having a special runner's brunch. Um, that is something that runners will want to reserve as soon as possible. Um, cause that will sell out. Uh, but that is one, uh, that is just, it, it's really, really good. You, you know, you get your mimosas, you, you enjoy that. Yeah. Um, you know, beyond that, gosh, there's so many restaurants along the waterfront that you can't go wrong with the brunch. Um, there's uh Lokita. I know you spoke to, uh, to Stephanie, uh, you have uh, Santo Mescal right there next to our start line, uh, which is delicious. Um, I could just go on and on and on. People are just gonna have yeah. to come back every single year and try a different brunch restaurant after each event. You're gonna have to have like a collect a badge sort of thing where you go yeah, to just each restaurant around there. Yeah. Uh, well, tell me, tell me a bit then. Um, just generally around uh, a couple of areas is, is State Street this place to go? You talked about the water, the the waterfront as well. It sounds like wherever you go in Santa Barbara, you're gonna find something something great um, to to gnaw on after the race. Um, is there any particular area, just generally speaking, you talked a little bit about the finish line area. Give me mm -hmm. an expanded view on what's going on over there. Yeah, the, the funk zone, that's where a lot of our events occur on race weekend. So whether you're at the Palm Park Festival or you're there on Sunday, uh, the funk zone is where all the action yeah. is gonna be. And there's tons yeah. of restaurants, there's breweries, there's wineries. Um, just basically throw a rock in a particular location and you're going to have a good meal or drink. Um, well, maybe, maybe not, maybe not throw a rock, but, but point yourself in the right direction, right? <laughs> exactly. Spin yourself around and then, you know, close your eyes and you'll, you'll point somewhere. Um, okay. Safety first okay. people, safety first. Um, what a what about uh, what about like pre-race coffee? Knowing that that's like a big thing. Um, oddly enough, I felt like the Santa Barbara uh, coffee culture was pretty strong as well. Like, is, or do you have a yeah. couple of spots that you that you go? Oh, this is this is my go-to. Yeah, good. Uh, you know, good reminder uh, on that one um, because it is very similar to you know our beer and wine culture. There's a ton of craft coffee in this town. We're going to be partnering with Dune Coffee, which is just up the road from our uh, from our finish line. They have a couple locations in the area. 
uh, in the funk zone. You have dark coffee. Uh, there's handlebar coffee, which uh, just won the best coffee roaster in the Santa Barbara independent best of issue that hits nude sands wow. as we're recording this right now. Um, so it's uh, yeah, th those are delicious. There's also Helena Avenue bakery, which is right by our finish line festival as well. Uh, sister company to the Lark and Lokita. Um, so, you know, they all have delicious pastries and yeah, it's, it's wonderful. Okay. It's a good place to be. Okay. So you got a little, you got a little uh, caffeine and then you've got some brunch going on after the race. Yep. Um, and you talked a little bit about the funk zone, but I know that there are some folks that are, uh, coming in for the, honestly, the, like the beer culture as well in Santa Barbara. We're going to grab an adult beverage afterwards. Um, Figaro Mountain Brewing Company Beer Garden is in effect. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the relationship that you have with uh, uh, that particular brewery, because yeah. I know that that you've got a couple of uh, 80s and 90s cover bands also there as well. Um, yeah. Was that your doing or how did that how did that all come about? Yeah, probably a little bit of my doing, but actually, you know, that's a really <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun story to share. Um, there is this guy in town. Uh, Dr. Jeff Gray uh, probably doesn't want me calling him a genius, but the guy's a genius. Uh, he's got a <laughs> company called Helix that does like crazy footwear testing for brands uh, like Hoka, um, which is an incredible partner of ours. I'm, if you're on YouTube watching this, I'm, I'm sporting my Hoka today, local, local company, but they're now global with gosh knows how many billions of dollars in sales. Um, but Jeff does, uh, and you'll actually be able to experience this. They'll be out there on Friday and they'll also be there on Sunday at the finish line festival where you can put your foot down on this machine and it's going to say, Hey, with your foot strike and all that, you should be wearing the Hoka Rincon. Um, but, uh, to bring it back to the original question, he's also a drummer, uh, in the last decade, nineties cover band. So we got to chatting and uh, that's how that all came together. We're like, yeah, absolutely. We should have some cover bands at the Finish Line Festival. So they did it last year. They're going to come back this year. Uh, but in working with the last decade, we thought, you know, why don't we also bring in an 80s cover band? There you uh, go. So we're going to cover those two those two decades this year at the Finish Line Festival. Oh, very cool. All right. So you've got, you've maybe grab a beer uh, at uh, Figaro Mountain Brewing Company and yeah. listen to some music um, or don't grab a beer and just listen to some music. There's plenty of stuff that's, that's happening uh, wherever you go at the, at the finish line festival. So that's, yeah. fan that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, one of the other on two, Josh is every participant with their bib does get a free beer as long as you're over 21. Um, and this year, we're also going to be introducing and uh, to work alongside Fig Mountain, we're bringing in Flying Embers, which is this really cool local kombucha um, company uh, out of Ojai, but they're also starting to go nationwide and, and blowing up. Okay. And Flying Embers, of course, literally born from the ashes of all these crazy fires we've had. So they, yeah. they support the local communities big time. So I'm really, really excited to be working with Flying Embers. Okay, very cool. Um, well, let's talk a little bit about uh, they say a slight pivot here. Um, one okay. of the other big pieces is around the the kind of like don't leave don't leave town without checking this out. Kind of the culture piece of that, and we've we've spoken to a few folks who are really ingrained within the within the culture. Um, and I think when you run the race, 
you're, you're seeing a lot of the road, you're seeing a lot of uh, uh, volunteers out there and you're getting a bit of the vibe, but you want to get beyond that and say, okay, well, why, why is Santa Barbara so special? We know a little bit about the mission. Um, we kind of know that that area up there is, is neat to check out. We know a little bit about the beach as well. Uh, is there some arts and culture pieces that maybe sit somewhere in between that folks should, should check out? Yeah, there's, and we're going to be putting out a neighborhood guide uh, in partnership with uh, Crystal uh, Clark and Berkshire Hathaway Real Estate. Um, and we do have some really cool off the beaten path things. There's this red roof uh, tile walking tour. Oh, cool! For instance, that uh, you know you can actually like follow along on on uh, on your phone. Uh, and gets into a lot of the history of this area, you know, the 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 Chumash to where we're at today. I'm saying there's such rich history uh, in Santa Barbara, some of which, uh, thankfully, uh, with I think a lot of how people are viewing our communities is filling in some of these historical gaps. And so you can really get into things uh, now about this area that goes beyond just like what you see in front of you. It's like, yeah, there's this cool Arlington theater or Granada, but 250 years ago, this is what it was. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing definitely to check out. Um, and then the, I think the other thing with Santa Barbara, even, you know, beyond the offerings that our event's going to be doing this weekend, uh, the music scene has just been going bananas. Um, you know, you can, drop into so many different locations uh, to listen to live music in the evenings. Um, ton of art. I'm saying you can walk around and, and see all these cool murals around town. A lot of great local artists like our resident artist, DJ Javier, for instance. Um, so there's a lot of ways that you can really go beyond, you know, Yelp and Travelocity and whatever website, TripAdvisor, whatever website you're using yeah. to figure out uh, what you uh, want to do. Yeah. So it sounds like you've, you've actually catered some stuff to the running population and the participants. So it's a, it's a bit uh, of a more targeted approach for some of the culture pieces that you, you might be curious about as you pass by them um, on the, on the course. Yeah. And one of the things that um, I know that when I go to a race, um, I'm always looking for where is the best place to run. We're going to get a few miles in before we're going to get a few miles in after. Um, and that's a great way to see some of the cities and the sites too. I know that you've been around there for a while. Um, I've run a little bit in uh, Santa Barbara. I think we raced there in, in college, but that was so long ago. Um, that was so long ago, but tell me a bit about, um, some of your favorite places to, uh, to run, um, or maybe, you know, maybe hike that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, there's, almost nothing better than uh, getting up. And this is more kind of steeper trails, but Hesasita Trail, you get up to Inspiration Point, you see all of downtown Santa Barbara. Um, and you can do versions of this that are only like a mile and a half to two miles to the top. You know, it's not a eight, nine mile strenuous hike. Um, so that would be one thing I would recommend uh, if, uh, you know, after, if you're here for a couple of days after the race or, even you just want to get out on, on Friday or Saturday morning for like a, a nice, like nice hike. And again, you know, it's, yeah. you're going up a couple, couple hundred feet. So, you know, be put that into your uh, weekend schedule. The other thing, especially if you're coming from out of town, just running along the waterfront, there's a bike path yeah. in the grass park that goes the entire distance of where our festival is. Um, you know, you can get two, three miles along the waterfront unimpeded. 
Um, if you, if you have a rental car, you can drive up, there's a uh, ocean bluff tops as well, where you can get some dirt trails. Uh, and it's just, it's epic. It's, it's really, really great. You get, you get all facets of like nature and terrain in Santa Barbara. Yeah. It sounds like, and those, and those would be nice too. A couple of those locations where you could take kids and yeah. it wouldn't be something where you need to, you need to bring like a whole set of climbing gear or anything like right. that. It's something like, Hey, I've got some kids who might want to explore a little bit. That could be a, a cool thing to do. And who doesn't really like running along the ocean? Um, yep. That where's it, where's a great place to access that um, ocean front? Where can, where can folks um, find that trail? Yeah. I think the, the, the easiest thing to say is our, our Palm park festival is right across the street from um, where that bike path and the grassy area is along the waterfront. So that's, mm -hmm. there's a dolphin fountain on state and Cabrillo Boulevard that when everybody is starts their race, you're headed towards that dolphin fountain. And then to the left um, as you're running towards the dolphin fountain is the bike path. And it, you know, goes for, mile and a half, two miles or so. So you can get a nice loop, good warm up loop. Hoka is going to be actually running a shakeout run on Saturday morning at 9 a.m. from our festival. Um, okay. so it's also a great opportunity to meet other runners, um, be present with Hoka uh, and actually get to enjoy what I'm describing right now. Okay, cool. That's that's perfect. And then you don't even have to think about which direction yeah. you're going because it's a guided run. Um, yeah. And what time, what time and where is that again? 9 a.m. at uh, the Palm Park Festival, the Chase Palm Park Great Meadow. Okay, great. Um, well, I guess that brings us to another question, uh, which I know is always a negotiation when you're traveling for a race. It's figuring out, all right, if I go uh, and I'm not running and supporting someone, what is there to do other than stand on the side of the road with my homemade sign cheering someone on? Um, what can I look forward to, especially if you're bringing kids or, or non-runners? Um, what's, what are some of the things that, uh, that might be exciting for folks who aren't, who aren't as, uh, gung-ho about 13.1 this year, maybe next year you sell it to them. Maybe next year. So they're just coming into town. Okay. Well, first, if you have family, um, two great resources. So if you have young kids, Moxie's amazing. It's right there by the train station, right by our starting line and finish line festival, and then the other thing is the Santa Barbara Zoo. I mean, we're a community of like, what are we, like 100,000 people. Mm -hmm. And we have this amazing zoo um, that feels like a, a bigger city type of experience. Um, but again, still intimate enough. Uh, I think yeah. that's one of the beautiful things of Santa Barbara is we are a small town, but with some kind of big city elements. Um, so those are two that, you know, Again, you could walk along the waterfront and the pier and the harbor all day long, and you're going to have a great time. But if you're looking yep. for specific activities, Moxie Zoo. Um, if you're just solo, no kids, um, it's a friendly place. Walk into any brewery, mm -hmm. bar, restaurant. Um, you're you're going to meet people. Um, you know, you can't uh, you can't go wrong with that. And again, just walking along the waterfront and up State Street. Uh, you're going to have a great time. It's like a European city, like just walk around, yeah. enjoy, take it slow. Yep. Yep. And, and the other big thing that I think folks should remember is on Saturday, November 4th there, it's, it's all family day. Yeah. Um, so we've got that Hoka shakeout run. You said at 9.00 AM. Um, there's also yoga in the park yep. uh, that's happening. And there is, uh, I think a lot of kids activities as well that, that are going on. Um do you want to talk a little bit about the uh, free Hoka Kids Run presented by Santa Barbara Children's Dentistry? 
Yeah. So first on Saturday, uh, I think uh, the Santa Barbara bubble guy, which I think he's becoming an institution. He's at every single birthday party. <laughs> Uh, I think there's going to be a foam party or something like that. I got to figure that out if we can get that permitted. Um, but he's amazing. So that'll be fun on Saturday. There's going to be face painting and all that. Now, the Hoka uh, Kids Run, Kids Fun Run presented by Santa Barbara Children's Dentistry, um, that is it's i think any of the events that run local does the kids run is just like this momentous occasion uh kids literally from like the age of one to like eight to ten years old uh you know sprinting their hearts out um we actually give them the real finishers medal that everybody else is getting so they're gonna get this special dj javier medal so if they're family members, their parents, whoever is also running the half marathon and the 5k, they can look at them and say, I got the medal too. You know, I'm a winner as well. So we make those kids feel special. Um, and we'll have some other tchotchke and goodies for them as well. That's going to be right there by the, uh, the starting line, uh, at 10 AM on Sundays that that's a can't miss event. Okay. And, and what's interesting about run local is you, the the organization is really is committed to a lot of local youth development and this event is is very similar as it supports youth running programs throughout the Santa Barbara Running Association. Mm-hmm. Um, how did that relationship come about? And tell us a little bit about uh, the impact that that's that's having um, within the the youth running scene. Yeah, I could talk about the SBRA all day. Um, you know, to 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 make it succinct, you know, they've been around for decades. Um, and over the last couple years, if not kind of decade plus, they, they've really made a push to focus on youth programs and access to, to running. So they have a junior, uh, junior Grand Prix, um, which our 5K is a part of. Uh, they're starting a junior high cross country program. They've been working with Girls Inc. and Boys and Girls Club. So the pro- proceeds of this event and people who are actually uh, donating in registration or doing peer-to-peer fundraising, that's going directly to those programs. Um, okay. And then I think in conjunction and partnership with uh, the resurgence of this event and other running clubs, like there just feels like this. there's this overall community growth and running. Um, we're going to be, we do things with Sloppy Seals uh, Running Club, which is this great group that uh, meets for runs and then drinks at local breweries. Uh, so there's all types of stuff um that uh, the community is uh is growing towards uh and sbra is a big part of that starting with uh, the kids uh that's fantastic and and it's nice to know you have a number of volunteers out there supporting the runners i think about 300 volunteers out there supporting oh runners from them um yeah. so there it, it so it goes both ways um it's really a, a, a kind of like a a circuit of support out there for yeah. um all the runners whether you're doing this race or you have uh, some some kids locally that are participating in some of the youth events down the road. Yep. Look, Dave, we've got a ton of stuff out there um, that we haven't even touched on. And so one of the things that um, we encourage listeners to do is just check, take a look at santabarbarahalf.com um, for more information. You mentioned there's going to be some more resources, some runner's guides, um, some participants guides that are coming out here shortly, if not, not already. Um, but all the information that you need is at santabarbarahalf.com. Um, and if folks want to follow on socials, what's the what's the best way to to, to find that? Or the website may, might be the way to go. Yeah, website and then Instagram at Santa Barbara Half. Uh, those are the two uh, main main forms of communication. Uh, we're we're all still trying to figure out TikTok. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. Again, it goes back to our nineties roots, Dave. Um, <laughs> well, anything, uh, anything else like you'd like to add before uh, we send folks out the door and on their way to uh, whatever run they have um, going on this afternoon or this morning? Yeah, no, I think we covered it all. I'll just say like to, to be welcoming, you know, close to 6,000 people this year is just crazy. We're excited. Uh, there are people from, I think we're at like 44 states and 12 countries coming into Santa Barbara. Um, so from start to finish, you know, live music on Friday, family yeah. day on Saturday, and then race day on Sunday. Um, there's going to be stuff to do all weekend long. So I'm really excited to, to share our community with everybody else, literally the world. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a fantastic time there. Um, I expect uh, some folks to to decide not to go home, and they're just gonna they're just gonna plant themselves in Santa Barbara um, for from now and until the next race. Um, but uh, you know, one of the other things that is unique about this race is it is in November. It's fantastic weather in Santa Barbara, so expect to have great running weather great walking around weather um, and enjoy your time in, in the community, um, whether you come in early and, and leave late or you're just in town for, uh, for the day. Um, we, are, we are super excited to have you. So Dave, uh, thanks for the time. Really appreciate it. Uh, it's wonderful having you on there. I know you got a ton of things that, that are going on. And so jumping on the pod and having a chat with us is, um, is, is such, a, such a huge treat. So thanks a ton. Really appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks, Josh. Appreciate it.